Welcome to the Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother, Sean. Today we begin with Minute 8. It starts with a montage of Miles' classes and ends with Miles talking to a girl. Ooh. I know. I have titled this minute before you begin, and and now, a montage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it shows the long shots of uh, when he was with his family and getting ready and walking through Brooklyn compared to now where it's very, you know, short shots, you know, a lot of cuts, a lot of rapid, the scene's changing a lot um, to just kind of showing how much more hectic uh, he is in the the school. And I want to point this out because you're actually sort of segued into this for me perfectly uh some of my favorite things that they did is to sort of add to this not only are the montage cuts and paces speed up with the music as it continues during the montage there are these zoom ins and you get clear words coming out and those words the ones i caught great expectations pressure and stressed yeah some of the other ones um that are during the um the like when it's really quick like a lot of the teachers are talking over it yeah in the script. these yeah these are the ones we actually see the teacher saying and it zooms in on their mouth or zooms in yeah. on them so we get like those are clear ones you have workers work uh revolution incapable change unstoppable um so it's you know just these you know a lot about things changing a lot of work like you know it's just Unstoppable is kind of positive. Um, unless it's like an unstoppable train hurtling towards oblivion. Okay, just, you know, take my positivity <laughs> out of that. <laughs> uh, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Great Expectations. Because we yeah. talked about, I think it was two episodes ago, um, that theme of expectations is starting to pop up more with Miles. Yeah, definitely. This is where, like, yeah, it was there before. They're they're not subtle with it at all. Like, no one's gonna be not at all. Like, oh yeah, I really like the subtlety that they were they were you know bashing over our head with. <laughs> um, it's of, a subtle bashing job. Yeah, um, of hey, the expectations are an important thing going on here. Um, or, I will be honest. The first few times I saw this, uh. I never really totally saw it as a theme until a fr- like uh, a fellow student, a peer of mine, pointed that out. And I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expectations <laughs> keeps coming back. Um, and, you know, sometimes not being subtle is an okay thing. Like, I'm not the most observant movie watcher, so so having it bashed over my head you know, 16 times in the first two minutes was was a good thing. Um, Uh, I do love this montage. I tried listing out the classes I saw. I only got like three and one of them is like I had two possibilities for. I had math first. Then I guessed Greek philosophy. (laughs) And then the last one I have is literature, and then I just gave up. And I'm like, this is too fast. This is too hard. Yeah, there was a Spanish class that you overhear in there, or a Spanish okay. teacher at least. I um, thought I heard Spanish. Over there. 
Yeah. Why is says, Miles in a Spanish class? <laughs> it was probably his easy class. Oh, um, maybe. He's like, you know what? I'm taking it. It's like, okay, I'll deal with this class. Although the funny thing is, like, uh, I can remember when I was, you know, taking Spanish in high school. Um, we definitely had a, span- uh, a a bunch of Spanish speakers take it thinking it would be, like, a relatively easy class. Yeah. And for the most part it was. But, like, the issues that they had was we were learning um, – spain spanish and they they knew a lot of like oh puerto rican spanish or Mm -hmm. you know mexican spanish or dominican Mm -hmm. spanish um and so like some of the stuff they would say like wasn't right and so they they that was their difficulty was like they'd be like oh this is how you say it but it was wrong um because like i i can i can remember like they would conjugate things slightly differently and so um they would always screw up with with those things and like thankfully our um like the kids who are in the spanish class to just like because they didn't care and just needed an easy thought it was going to be an easy class she was a bit harder on um Mm -hmm. but um like the the spanish speakers who were legitimately there to try to learn more spanish and like get better with their spanish um she was usually a bit easier on those kids because you know she understood like okay you know it's an honest mistake sometimes compared yeah, to the kids I, who just uh, like didn't bother studying i, I remember uh i know of many more spanish speakers since i went to college but it they depending where they are different words mean different things yeah and i always found it funny how like i think one word i forget which spanish it is but in one uh culture a spanish word for like um like soda or something in like another spanish culture is a terrible slur yeah and it's like oh <laughs> that's awkward <laughs> no i just wanted something to drink <laughs> I, I swear <laughs> um, you do swear and then that the the class that you were confused about, like, you know, Greek philosophy, that's the, the class they listed. They have listed as a logic teacher in the script. Um, I remember. So they were so talking she's about talk- Socrates, though. Well, what they're I mean, he, he is known for his logic. And well, yeah, stuff. but like that's what made me think, well, maybe it's like a Greek history class or like a philosophy yeah. class. Because like I think the first line on the board, it says man is mortal. And I'm like, OK, that sounds like philosophy and then like socrates is mentioned later so i'm like oh this gotta be like some kind of greek class or something what what she's talking about uh up there are uh syllogism syllogisms um which the one specifically there is probably the most famous one that is attributed to either socrates or one of his uh, students which is all Mm -hmm. men are mortal socrates is a man therefore socrates is mortal um it's a Mm -hmm. way of it's you know a logic like if a um, if A is B and B is C, then A is C. Um, mm-hmm. And like a lot of times they'll talk about it in different like logical fallacies is you'll sometimes see these like um, it used in a um, in a fallacious way <laughs> um, in, in you know, used incorrectly. Um, and so like I can definitely see it. Usually you'll have like logic and some philosophy kind of mixed together. Um, this okay. seems to be a more 
philosophical logic and a less like magic lo- uh, not, not magic logic <laughs> magic logic <laughs> sometimes it feels like magic um, no math logic if I turn this prince into a frog and the princess kisses the frog <laughs> then the princess is kissing the prince I can remember talking about it in um, some of my in one of my um math slash computer science classes where um we were learning about um uh like algebraic logic and the way Mm -hmm. it works and we touched on this and then went into the like the symbols that you use for these kind of things um but then we also touched on it in one of my philosophy classes this this does sound like a college level kind of class or like a college class yeah uh so is once again, I think this, we brought this up in the last episode. It's like, this is a smart school. They're not subtle with how smart these kids are. <laughs> the, the one thing that was a little odd was um, the, you know, if assuming the teachers use the same classroom for all uh-huh. of their classes, uh-huh. she's she probably also um, is a math teacher, maybe. Because there are some like it looks like the some of the posters up on the the um, the top of the the chalkboard um, are some like math stuff. It looks like um, graphs that you know go into towards infinity that approach infinity um, uh. on the left, and then it looks like they're doing some volume stuff on the right. So either she's a math teacher that dabbles in logic, which would be more of the the math logic I was talking, the magic logic I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> the magic uh, logic. I really want someone to these go into are like terribly inconsistent. Like, to, like use, like create magic logic and then use it for like D and D is like a mage or something. It's yeah. Like, well, magic logic. <laughs> <laughs> the the other classes I I picked up on. Um, there was one I was confused about that where they said pressure um, in the script. Yeah. Um, it's a um, it's a science teacher. It's a I thought it was quiz. some kind of science class. Yeah the 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 voiceover specifically says I'm giving you a take home quiz on volumetric pressure, um, mm. and um, right before that you have the English class, which is you know a, a use I called it an English class. You said literature. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I said literature because he was holding up the Great Expectations book. Yeah. Um, and that was the two chapters of Great Expectations. So they're already on the third week of school. They they read the the first three chapters, uh, three or four chapters of um, Great the Expectations. Because you can notice on yeah, you can notice on the board that you know it says chapter four. So they they have to read four and five or up to chapter four. So two and three maybe and then they have a quiz on chapter three coming up um and then um an interesting thing about the cover of great expectations is that um it's um from the comment the like director's commentary they said that it's a it's a picture of magwitch grabbing pip's shoulder in a cemetery Mm -hmm. so might be getting some uh foreshadowing there maybe Again, mm. not subtle <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little more subtle. <laughs> yeah, the other foreshadowing they do through. in this movie. Um, and so the other classes the that I was able to pick up 
again in the script it says it's a health teacher uh they have a five page essay uh with your conclusion stressed and then it cuts off so you know stressed something mm -hmm. i thought it might be a geography class because in the background it looks like there's a map of the world um and some other geography related things on the board um uh, yeah, the, the map looks like it might be a um, like Asia without Japan, maybe. Um, and then uh, then it cuts to just a lot of like you don't see the teachers anymore. It's just him going back and forth. And and he walks into uh, physics class um, with a different teacher this time. Yes. And then um, this is when the montage ends. Yeah. And we hear, and we can see on the screen, they're watching a video with Alchemax's head scientist, Dr. Olivia something. Yeah, you see, her last name begins with O. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's all she's talking, get. the point I really want to talk about is that she's talking about parallel universes. Yeah. So, once again, here it is with that subtle foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I never realized just how like unsettled this movie is until we started doing this. And I'm like, wow. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of subtle. Like you wouldn't really think of it. Like, um, you know, some of the stuff that's like the collider showing up in, uh, well, no, that's less subtle. But, or like, no, like the, the lottery ball that you brought up in during Yeah, Peter's, the lottery ball in the opening credits. and The 42 is pretty subtle. Then, but a lot during this is like the three episodes we're gonna be like so here's how unsettled this movie is <laughs> this yeah. is just like okay the movie's just gonna bash you over the head with some things it's okay <laughs> uh one thing i did notice in this um is that the near the end she's she talks about how she gets funded through the Fisk Family Foundation for the Sciences. Thought that was a little cool mention in there. Is it for sciences? I heard for the sciences, it might be Foundation for Science. Okay, I was trying to figure that out. I thought it might... Yeah. Um, I thought it was... Um, I heard the Fisk Family Foundation, mm -hmm. and... Um, you know, I, I really had to listen closely. Oh. She either said for science or for the sciences. It's for the sciences, yeah. Hey, um, I heard right. I should have double-checked the script before writing it down. <laughs> I don't even have the script, so go me. Yeah, um, I thought it was just um, thanks to the Fisk Family Foundation for the help. and then. But what she actually says is our universe is in fact one of many parallel universes happening at the exact same time. Yeah. Thanks to everyone here at the Fisk Family Foundation for the sciences, I will prove they exist when I build my super collider, all I need is a t is is ten billion dollars. Chump change, right? I didn't right? know what she was saying at that point. I did hear yeah. the ten billion dollars part. I didn't hear like what she said after at the Fisk Family Foundation for the Sciences. I didn't. I couldn't make out what she was saying. That's cool. That's really cool. How like I'm going to prove it. It's like oh, that's oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I also, one thing I do want to say, like, I do like how she goes into talking a bit about the, the parallel universes and like the theory behind them. Uh, I forget who came up with the theory. I could probably look it up, 
But the idea behind parallel universes is that this is more explored in like Rick and Morty, I think, than I than it is in this movie. But Rick and Morty tends to play off of this idea with parallel universes that like each choice you make, haha, <laughs> bringing up choices again. Uh, actually, I think I mentioned it in the next minute. Yes. The line comes up in the next minute, but I'm going to talk a little bit about it now, and I'll just say the line. Uh, but the parallel, the idea behind parallel universes is that uh, every time you make a choice, then a universe is created where you make the set, the other choices as well. So, um, simple example: uh, Do I choose to get a water or a soda? Well, I choose to get a soda with my dinner in this universe. And the parallel universe theory then states that, like, well, now another universe has been created where instead of choosing a soda, I chose a water. So there can be parallel universes that are identical except for small things or they're completely different. It's it's a very interesting theory, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I really like the theory, like... Oh, yeah, in the, the other universe where, you know, Miles is actually Batman. Um, it, they're always they're always fun what-ifs to think about. They're very fun what-ifs to think. Rick and Morty, like I said, Rick and Morty tends to sort of play around with it a little more. That, that, was, that was actually the show that introduced me to this idea more openly. Like, I've heard a few of it, but it, Rick and Morty was the show that really kind of got me I'm like oh this is like they really explore and play around with it i think a lot more than most shows that bring up the parallel universe theory do yeah i can like i was vaguely aware of it before this because of comics um mm -hmm. and the like different versions of heroes and stuff when i was younger um and being like oh um and dc does i mean both dc and marvel do it where they have the different earths and whatnot um mm -hmm. and so the universe this is always the first one that i think of when it comes to like different universes and comics and it's the universe where instead of batman's parents dying it's him and so his dad becomes batman and his mom becomes the joker yeah that happens in the flashpoint timeline that's kind of different from the um multiverse theory because um that's caused by um the flash messing with time whereas like there's one um, timeline, or there's there's another Earth in, in in the DC comics. There's another Earth where like um, Batman and the Justice League are actually the villains, oh, yeah. and the villains are the good guys. Um, okay, I'm gonna and, cut you off a little bit here. Yeah, isn't the multiverse theory separate from the parallel universe theory? Yeah, usually usually when you're talking about these theories. Um, you'll refer to it as the multiverse theory and then you have parallel universes. Um, yeah, you, yeah. With the, the documentary they're watching of her, it, it, it's nice that they're like the way they're slowly introducing, um, characters and tying them in and like letting, they're bringing them in at good times and tying them in. It's like, Oh, you know, first we had the collider with Peter Parker and mm -hmm. then, um, and then like the, you know, they, they sprinkled in like the earthquakes happening and you're like, Oh, that was because of the collider. And now you have her talking about her collider, um, and miles seeing that, 
um, and in the parallel universe the just thing. gets brought up. Yeah, and so like, okay, now you tie that in. You're a bit more comfortable with that, and then now it's like, bam, the multiverse. Um, and she's like, okay, what's this? And so mm-hmm. they slowly keep introducing um, different things, and it's not just all like happening at once. Well, and the one thing I do like about those especially is that yeah we kept joking that it's like this is the unsubtle moments of the movie yeah (laughs) these are a little more subtle because they're very in the background you don't really think of it i think we even said how like we've both seen this movie multiple times and it took us a few watches or for me even for me like it took until we started doing this whole minute thing did i start noticing all of these references and like it's kind of over your face with it but when you're watching it as a full movie and not rewatching the same minute over and over like i do when i take notes they are pretty subtle like while she's talking about parallel universes the focus is on miles sneaking in and his teacher starts talking and pauses it and there's an einstein joke that Miles yeah. says that I genuinely love. Uh, what is it? It's like Einstein says time is relative, right? Maybe I'm not late. Maybe you guys are just early. Uh, I do genuinely like that joke, and I kind of want to use it as an excuse now. Don't think it's gonna work, but I'm gonna try it. <laughs> yeah. Then and when he he makes that joke, the whole class is silent except for. Um, one, one girl, girl who's new to the school who who chuckles and then you also see <laughs> um there's an extra in the front of the classroom who he just he's sitting there and then he just smiles after the joke um <laughs> and that extra pops up in a couple scenes that we'll oh. have to look out for and every time he pops up he's smiling <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh einstein <laughs> classic <laughs> yeah i think part of the reason i also like the einstein joke is you know mom is obsessed with einstein yeah (laughs) like she loves anything einstein so like seeing that einstein joke is just like oh mom (laughs) uh yeah and then like going back to what i was saying like that's happening and then it gets back to the video but it's the video is very much in the background so the talking about parallel universe is not front and center it's not like this is important it's like it's there and you might pick up on it you might not but it's like subtly put in your mind so that way when it does come up later it's not like wait hold on what this just came out of nowhere yeah the focus is on miles talking to the new girl um and to a girl yeah um and like I, I liked the way they did the, they got the like you know the the take where he like he kind of glances at her and then she looks over says i liked it and he's like you did um like, and then the funny. minute ends so no oh right now that's the next minute that. yeah i do i think one of the the reasons i like her laugh too is like everyone kind of looks at her and she goes sorry it was just so quiet <laughs> yeah like, so like, she's like i was go, just go trying her. to break the awkwardness yeah it's like i she's the hero we needed in this movie <laughs> yeah she's the hero we we needed but not necessarily deserved exactly like that could have just been one really awkward moment she's like nope i'm breaking this <laughs> again i genuinely enjoyed the, the joke yeah uh, uh that's all i have for this minute same i 
I, I have like how many books he has in his hands, but I'm actually going to save that for the oh, next yeah. minute because I paused when we see most of his books and I counted what's all on his desk. So I'm saving the number for that. Okay. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you Friday when we upload the ninth minute. And it'll be very exciting. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next time. Bye.